Time now for the morning line here on KMA. As you heard ABC News just a moment ago uh, by largely party line vote, the U.S. House approved a resolution yesterday directing numerous House committees to continue an ongoing impeachment inquiry into President Biden. With us on the line this morning to discuss this issue and uh, others is Iowa Congressman Zach Nunn. Good morning to you, Congressman. Good morning, Mike. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a busy week in Washington and... um I think it's one of those things that the American people are wanting to understand what's happening in the city, keeping it uh, transparent and pushing back on the corruption that unfortunately has taken hold here for far too long. Well, let's talk about this situation with this impeachment inquiry. Congressman, you voted for the measure yesterday. Talk about why you're in favor of this. Yeah, Mike, I think straight off the bat here, you're right. It's an impeachment inquiry of an investigation that's been ongoing. The administration came back and said that they weren't going to comply with a request for information from both the Judiciary and the Oversight Committee without a vote. I think that that just spurred the fact that Congress then had to take action so that the administration would follow through on answering subpoenas. And, Mike, I want to put this in the context of where we've been uh, just this fall. Look, there are a lot of reasons I came to Washington, but the first and foremost was to champion things that Iowans believe in, and that means fighting the corruption that's in D.C. It's one of the reasons I led four bills to end proxy voting, which we did in the first day, prohibit insider trading from politicians, which has happened for far too long, one of the reasons I sold all my stock before I even came to Washington, tripling the lobbying ban for members of Congress so they can't just be a revolving door in Washington, and that's in both the administration but specifically in the legislative body, and eliminating taxpayer taxpayer-funded pensions for members of Congress, something that, um, you know, we've seen a lot of folks who get punished in Congress and then go out there and still get to have the taxpayer paying for their retirement. It's happened just this month uh, where the House kicked out George Santos, a Republican. I felt very emphatic that we had done our due process on that, and he needed to be kicked out because he no longer represented the ideals that he was elected by for his lying. The House has taken action on this. I want the Senate to take action on Senator Bob Menendez, somebody who's been in there much longer, who literally is a guy who had gold bars in his pocket from a foreign government sitting as the foreign relations chairman and has been accused of selling secrets to some of our adversaries. These actions can't just wait for a court process. There is a process in place for the House, the Senate, to hold members accountable, that's in the elected body, as well as the president, and the American people deserve answers on what's happening in the White House today when President Biden refuses to answer subpoenas. Well, you've heard uh, the critics of this who have said, well, why is this impeachment inquiry going forward when even Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley has admitted that there is no evidence right now against the president? Well, I think that's why you have to have an impeachment inquiry is this is very different from an impeachment where you're bringing up charges. I think anybody right now would say there are a lot of questions when it comes to the president's actions. Um, you know, when we look back at just what's been presented to us through public information, we know that, you know, the president has received money from his son, Hunter Biden, in situations that absolutely bear greater scrutiny. Um, I'm going to be impartial on this going forward, but I want to make sure that Congress and the American people have the facts presented to them and simply burying our head in the sand here is the same kind of, you know, soft on crime, defund the police attitude that we've had that has made other communities less safe. 
So I want to make sure that we in Congress are holding the administration accountable. And this inquiry provides us the um, legal mechanism to do that because the administration wasn't uh, providing any of the information when they were asked by committee. Another question that's been raised, uh, the question is, why is the House spending time on this when the Farm Bill hasn't been finalized? It's been extended for another year, the 2018 Farm Bill. And there's still the matter of Ukrainian and Israeli aid and so many other issues that Congress must deal with right now. Well, you know, that's a valid question. This vote took, I think, maybe 15 minutes on the floor. The committees had done the hard work. Just this week, I'm very proud to have led the passage of three bills. So there is good work getting done. I would um, you know, ask folks, not you, but other folks in the media, to really say there's a lot of good work being done in Washington that's actually helping folks. The ones that I passed already, we're going to pass the National Defense Authorization Act today to make sure that families can uh, get the time they deserve with their children and adopted children. That's called the Parent right. Leave Act. I'm also just passing in my first major piece of legislation in a compendium, uh, but this is a standalone bill that I led, the Small Business Support Act, which helps half of all businesses in Iowa get rid of D.C. overregulation, and it also fights against Chinese shell companies that are operating here in the United States, 40,000 of them that are used to launder money, compete with small businesses, and hurt our communities. And then one that I think is really important for folks you know, across Iowa the Communities of Recovery Act, which provides three times as much grant funding to fight drug addiction, in compendium with larger bills that we're doing, like securing the southern border so that we can stop uh, the entrance of new drugs into our country, while at the same time, my bill will directly help those folks who are suffering from drug addiction today so that you can get into a recovery program versus ending up in jail. So I hear what people are saying, but I think it's really important to recognize good legislation is getting passed, but we shouldn't give up on the responsibility to be an oversight element, which we're required to by the con- by the Constitution. Well, let's talk about this Protect Small Businesses and Prevent Illicit Financial Activity Act. It was passed by a 420 to 1 vote in the House this week. What are some of the ways that these Chinese shell companies that the bill deals with are having a harmful effect on small businesses in this country? Mike, so these companies have been set up... Uh, under uh, breaks or breaches in the law that the Department of Treasury hasn't been able to enforce. And so this is a bipartisan bill. I'm working with a Democrat out of Ohio to really go after what have become very, um, you know, nefarious beachheads for the Chinese and Chinese-backed entities called the, um, you know, from the Chinese Communist Party to start setting up shop here in our own country. Now, we've seen this in a number of ways where the Chinese are finding ways to put money and influence into the U.S., but these companies specifically are targeting U.S. interests, so stealing intellectual property, competing with um, you know other elements to be able to prioritize Chinese interest over American interests, laundering money for drug cartels, even setting up espionage shops so they can have a base of operations here in the United States to start running operations and uh, ultimately recruiting spies. Ultimately, here in Iowa, there are a number of small businesses that um, have also found the challenges under the Department of Treasury difficult because now it's required them to do more work, more, as it will say here, red tape to be compliant with the law. Things we're not offering for overseas companies. And I think that that not only is hurting small businesses, 
it's giving foreign adversaries an advantage over the uh, American economy. You also touched on another bill, the Communities Recovery Reauthorization Act, uh, to help communities deal with opioid addiction. Right now, how serious is the opioid epidemic in smaller communities in our uh, state? Mike, it, it is devastating. Uh, the most recent data we show shows that drug overdose exceed homicides in America by 30%. Overwhelming. Each day, 150 people die from overdose from things like fentanyl and synthetic opioids. And here in Iowa, there were 398 deaths due to overdose alone. So, yes, we have to secure the southern border, and we also have to address the issue of folks who need help today. Um, these are kids. These are our family members. Uh, we can't just wait for a cutoff of foreign drugs coming into the country. We've got to find a pathway to be helpful today. And what this does is we'll have a 300% um, increase on the amount of grants and resources that we can offer, particularly to our you know, local communities right here in Iowa uh, through the Communities and Recovery Reauthorization Act. It's a tripling of the overall program, which would result in $16 million uh, going to these frontline groups who are really helping save lives um, right here in our hometowns. Well, Congressman, we thank you very much for being with us this morning. And in case we don't talk to you beforehand, we hope you and your family have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we look forward to talking to you again in 2024. Mike, it's a real privilege. Thanks for the opportunity to talk with you. Merry Christmas to you and your family and Happy Holidays to all the listeners out there as well. Thank you very much. That's Iowa Congressman Zach Nunn on the morning line on KMA.